Welcome to The Lavender Lifestyle, the podcast on personal growth and lifestyle design. My name's Eileen, and I'm here to guide you to become a master artist of life. Every Sunday, you'll get new insight and inspiration on how to create your dream life. After the episode, the conversation continues in our Lavender Lifestyle Facebook group, so I can't wait to see you there. Life is an art. Make it your masterpiece. Hey guys, welcome back to the Lavender Lifestyle. It's Eileen. So today is a solo podcast. Yes, it's just me. So I normally don't do solo podcasts. I just sprinkle them in here and there. And the reason why is because it's easier for me to just interview. I'm a listener. I like to observe people. I like to listen and absorb information just so I can learn too. And it does take a lot of energy out of me to like tell a full story and to just talk this much because because I don't talk that much. (laughs) I'm a concise person. I just like get to the point and I'm done. But I know that you guys like the solo podcast and you request them and I appreciate that. So thank you so much. So the solo podcasts are a way for me to tell my life stories, what I've learned in my life and just illustrate with you know, real life examples. So today I'm going to tell a story that I have never told anyone online. It's more of a personal story and I wasn't sure that I was ever going to share it, but it was, it's the reason, the thing that propelled me to come up with that Honestly album. So there was something that hurt me and it drove me to create this poem called Honestly, which led to the Honestly album, which is one of the which is one of the creative accomplishments that I am like most proud of in my life. So I think I just want to illustrate how sometimes pain and hurt pushes you towards where you're meant to go. And this story is a little bit juicy. There's a little bit of tea and I never wanted to share it because I didn't want to badmouth anyone who's a public figure, who people might know, but I, you know what? It's been so long that I'm just going to share it, okay? So before I get into the story, I have to announce that I recently launched the Create Your Dream Life online course. So if you haven't heard about it, it is a six-week online course, a step-by-step program that I've created to help you discover your true potential, release your fears, and make your dream life a reality. So if you feel like you're in a place where you're lost, confused, stuck, you're frustrated, you don't know where to start with your life, Maybe you just don't know how to make your dreams a reality, or maybe you're craving a life of like meaning and fulfillment, then this course is for you. So this course can help you discover your purpose, figure out how to do what you love, make a positive impact, or simply how to create a beautiful, fun, and fulfilling life. Ultimately, how to create your dream life, which is like the essence of everything that I love and I'm so passionate about. This is like my thing, you know, becoming a master artist of life. How do you craft the life of your dreams? How do you take your dreams to reality and build the positive mindset, the positive habits and overcome your fears? All of that juicy stuff I am so into and I'm so thrilled to finally be able to put it into like a structured online course because all of my content is spread out in like 
over 300 videos, over 100 podcasts. And yeah, it takes forever. Like no one's going to read everything, listen to everything. So if you really want to like get straight to the point and have a step-by-step program, that's what this course is about. The Create Your Dream Life course. So it's going to be like videos and worksheets. If you've done the Dream Life series on my YouTube channel, it is similar to the Dream Life series, but it's more in-depth with more content, more topics, and more worksheets. Dream Life series is like the beginner surface level version and then create your dream life course is like the best most like intensive full program I could ever create at my current level of expertise (laughs) so there's also going to be two bonus workshops at the end of the course so one bonus workshop is on law of attraction and manifesting and the other bonus workshop is on healing past wounds which I'm really excited about because it's a topic that is really important yet I've never made a video or really podcast just on that topic. So I'm excited. There's also going to be a Facebook community. I'm going to do live Q&As in the Facebook group. So you get to look at me live, be one-on-one with me. And it's going to be a fun time. I'm excited because it's my first time launching an online course, but it's going to be fun. So if you are interested, go to lavendare.com slash dream life to join. And currently enrollment is open. We have early bird pricing up until June 9th. So the end of June 9th, midnight PST, that's the end of early bird pricing. After that, the price will go up. So definitely check it out. Check out the page lavendare.com slash dream life and I'm really excited to see you guys in there in that group and interact and learn and grow with you guys. All right, now let's get back to the story on what propelled me to embark on this creative project that was the Honestly EP album. This is a story of my journey to discovering myself, learning to be authentic, and my journey to strength and self-love. So if you listen to the first episodes on this podcast, I talked about my background, how I was a singer, I played piano, I was pursuing music for some time. I started a YouTube music channel in high school, my senior year of high school, I was already on YouTube. So throughout college, I was making cover song videos and kind of in the YouTube Asian American music community, but not really. It wasn't super serious. My channel was really small. It was just a fun hobby. So in 2011, I met these other YouTubers, and I won't mention their names because this whole point of this episode is I don't mean anything negative to anyone. This is all about my personal experience, what happened to me, and the good that came out of it, okay? So in 2011, I met these guys who were also YouTubers starting out in their journey, and they recently moved to LA. They were really excited to collaborate with YouTubers in the area and make music, make music videos together, and I was so on board with it because I was young. I had nothing better to do. It sounded so fun. It was so collaborative. There was this like community vibe going on. So we made like a really silly music video in 2011 and we kind of stayed in touch. We were like friends and we made another music video in 2013. And throughout those couple years, I really saw those guys as my friends. I was working for the 626 Night Market, which is this food festival in LA. And I would MC on stage and help book performers for our events. And I would invite these guys and our friends to like 
be on stage and perform. And it was just really like a collaborative, creative time in my life. During this time, these guys became bigger and bigger on YouTube and they kind of were connected to everyone. They were really good at networking and working with a lot of different people in the industry. And in 2013, we actually made another music video and that one was much bigger than the first one that we made. The second one actually went viral and it was on like Chinese news and Taiwanese TV. And it was actually, it was fun because it was very random, but cool to just kind of get acknowledgement for something that you worked on with your friends. And it was all good times. So this entire time I regarded these guys as my friends. I was really happy and proud of the things that we were doing. I was having fun. I was like inviting my friends to come on our shoots and be part of the music videos. And we all had mutual friends. It was just kind of this like community of all these Asian Americans that knew each other. Like everybody knew everybody. So fast forward a few months later, I had two friends come to me and ask me like, hey, why does this guy hate you so much? Like, what did you do to make this guy blank hate you? And this came from like two people telling me that the this person was speaking. Oh, this is so weird. Okay. This story sounds so vague because I don't want to name any names, but just know that there are two guys in this YouTube duo and I thought they were my friends, but I would hear from our mutual friends that, hey, why is this guy talking shit behind your back? Why does he hate you so much? What did you do to make him like hate you this much? And it was just an awkward position for me because I was like, wait, what, what did I do? I have no idea what I did. I thought we were friends. And I didn't know that they felt that way about me. And it was just really weird. I didn't know how to deal with it. I don't remember if it was immediately after that I got really hurt or if it sunk in after the next couple months or so. Because keep in mind, at, by this time, our friends were kind of interconnected. I had a handful of friends who were working with these guys and they were prominent figures in the industry. And I had to work with them for my job at 626 Night Market because they were like kind of a big deal and we would like get them to perform at our event and it was really awkward for me to continue to try to work with these people knowing that they didn't like me and that they were saying these things behind my back and the fact that we had a couple songs together what made it even more awkward because when they were invited to perform at my event they like sent me an obligatory invite like hey Eileen we're going to perform. It'd be cool if you could come on stage and perform with us. And I got that message after hearing all of these bad things from my friends. And it was just an awkward position for me to be in. So I asked one of the guys that I worked with, who also worked with them closely, I was like, should I do it? Should I just hold my pride down and perform with them? Or like, I don't, I don't know how to handle the situation. And that guy that I worked with was like, you know what? don't, don't do it. Just don't do it. They don't respect you. So don't do it. Keep in mind, this guy is like a really nice guy. And if he's saying, don't do it, they don't respect you. Then that means like they really didn't. And it, it just hurt me so much because it's one of those awkward miscommunication things that I really don't know what I did wrong, but I was also too afraid to confront them and it was awkward to confront them and all of our friends were working together and on the surface you kind of have to be cordial and polite, but behind all of that, there's something else. It was just a weird experience for me, man. And and at this point, you guys probably think I'm the worst storyteller because there is so much vagueness in this story and there's no detail because I don't want to turn it into a he said, she said thing because I don't want to put anything out there that just, I don't know. 
So in the end, I took my friend's advice. I said, no, thank you. I won't perform with you guys. And I left it at that. <laughs> that was it. They performed. I think I was there, but maybe I just went, I left the stage area just to go somewhere else because it was just so weird to be in the same vicinity as them. And after that, we stopped talking. There was one moment where they did reach out to me to ask me to sing on something. They're like, oh, we'll pay you a couple hundred dollars to sing on this track or whatever project they were working on. And I just said, no, thank you. And from then on, I really did realize that these guys were transactional in their relationships. They were there for business. Like they will work with you if it benefits them, but they weren't really here to be friends. And I think that really broke my heart because I genuinely thought we were friends. I genuinely thought that, you know, I met them when they just started. It was like all fun and games in the beginning. It was so positive. And after a couple years of like experience with these people, I saw them burn bridges with other people and it's kind of a sad observation to see people work with them and then they'll burn bridges with them and then keep seeing your friends work with them knowing that they had bad blood with some other people just because that they had some clout. I hope that made sense. Because these guys had clout, I had friends that continued to work with them. Just people would continue to work with them knowing that they weren't the best of people and knowing that they burned bridges and they would sometimes use people just to use people for their benefit. And, you know, in my position, it was awkward when my friends would continue to work with them or be friends with them, knowing what they said and felt about me, knowing our awkward riff. It was just really weird for me to deal with that. But I couldn't really blame my friends or get mad at them for it because I'm not going to control other people's relationships. But bottom line is it did hurt me a lot because I've never had such an experience where I thought, like I could trust someone. I thought it was a real friendship. And then I was completely like surprised, stunned, completely caught off guard with the disrespect and the lack of support and just the really fake relationship that it turned out to be. So when I was really hurt over this whole situation, I remember going to the nearby park right next to my house. There was a grassy hill and I just laid on the hill and I was crying. I just started crying and I was wearing sunglasses and I remember having like tears behind my sunglasses just because I was so heartbroken and I've just never, I don't know, it really hurt me. And I brought my notebook and I started writing this poem that I titled Honestly. And the poem goes like this. Honestly, who is the honest me? I can analyze and evaluate my personality with Myers-Briggs, astrology, numerology, but who I really am in the end is simply who I want to be. That heroine I've created in my head lives inside of me. She is me. It's that easy. All of the wonderful things I can imagine will come to life through me. The best woman I can create is the best woman I'll be. So I must create her with the most amazing qualities, the best I can think of, in order for her to be the best. Because I need her to catch up to me. The message behind that poem was me learning to stand strong in who I am and love myself regardless. And... 
it might not sound like it relates to this friendship situation, but I think my whole life I've just been such a people pleaser. I tend to want people to like me and accept me and approve of me. When I met these people who I considered my friends and I did anything I could to help them and support their journeys and to just be completely hurt and disregarded by them, that showed me that yeah, some people out there might not like me for who I am and they might not accept me and love me for who I am. And although it hurts, that doesn't make me any less. Like I have to be strong and stand up for myself because if I don't stand up for myself, who will? You know, I had friends who, although I'm thankful for them to be the messenger, they didn't exactly stand up for me. They just relayed the message but continued to be friends with these guys. And it, ultimately, I think the relationship is between me and those two guys, specifically one of them. <laughs> but I really had to learn to stand up for myself and see it from the perspective as, look, this is me. Take it or leave it. If you don't like what you see, if you don't like what I have to offer, if you don't respect me, then I'm sorry, bye, your loss. You know, I had to learn to be strong instead of wanting to like please everyone and get everyone to like me. A big part also had to do with the fact that this was during my lost and soul searching period where I wasn't sure who I was. I wasn't sure what I was meant to do in this world. And I said in the poem, I was analyzing my personality with Myers-Briggs, astrology, numerology. I was really looking everywhere for answers of who I am and what I'm meant to do. And I was just trying to figure out how to be that image of this heroine that I had in my head. And I realized that I was that heroine. I just had to become that best woman that I could be. A couple months later, I met up with a friend to do a songwriting session because at this time I was trying to write my own music, but I haven't written a full song yet. So at this songwriting session, we were just playing with a bunch of different ideas and nothing was really working until I had the courage to be like, hey, I have this poem, maybe we can do something with this, maybe we can turn this into a song. And I think in like an hour or so, we just like banged it out, the song, honestly. So this is actually the first original song that I ever wrote with the help from my friend Austin Jose, and I'd love to play it for you now. Thank you. 
So I hope you can hear how the song encapsulates how I felt during this time. It was me soul-searching, me learning to be my honest, authentic self, and learning to shed the fears and gain that courage to stand up and go for the life of my dreams. I was like, finally, I gotta do it. The time is now. Don't let anything hold me back. And that was really the stage that I got into because of... I guess this pain and hurt that I felt before, it led me to write this song. It led me to stand strong in my authentic self. It gave me the courage to own my dreams and own that pursuit of your dreams without being afraid of what other people think of you, other people judging you. Because at this point, I already got the judgment. I already got people who didn't respect me and didn't take me seriously. And thanks to those people who didn't like me, didn't believe in me, I was able to just be stronger as a person. I had to come to terms with the fact that if people don't like me, I have to accept that and move on. And I have to stop trying to please everyone, stop trying to be on everyone's good side, and also realize that at the end of the day, I am the only one who can stand up for myself and love myself. Like I have to do that first without expecting anyone else around me to stand up for me or love me. It has to come from within. So thanks to those people, they gave me the strength to embark on this creative journey because after writing Honestly, after writing that first song, I was like, oh my God, I can do this. And so I set that goal to write more songs, to come out with the Honestly birthday mixtape, which was a free mixtape that I gave to all my friends on my birthday. And after that came the Honestly album which I'm super proud of. You guys can still listen to it on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes. And after the release of the album came my Honestly album party, which was the biggest party I've ever organized for myself. So I'm actually really thankful to the people that hurt me because pain and hurt will push you to where you're meant to go if you channel it in a positive, creative way. There's the quote that I love, your problems are your gifts. Everything that has happened to you that has hurt you, whether it was a childhood trauma or some kind of hurt, pain, like use that for good. Use that, whether it's in your career or use it to make you stronger, use it to fuel your compassion for others, use it to help others who are going through the same thing. So me, after that whole experience, I really just distanced myself from that community and I just focused on my music, my album, which I really buried my head into like writing, producing, mixing. And if you guys go to my blog, I'm going to add some photos to the blog post for this podcast episode on just photos of me making music during that time in 2013. So it's kind of cool to look back. It's like a little time capsule. And a few months after I came out with the Honestly album, I also started this new blog project I called Lavender, which you guys know how that ends. So I really just distanced myself from negativity and focused on my own self, my self-love, my creative projects, 
and I just shed caring about what other people thought of me. I really got to stand up strong and learn to be my authentic self unapologetically. That's what the theme of Honestly was about. Just me being me, me being a fighter, and me being a creative. I mean, there is a reason that the first video I ever uploaded was called How to Stop Caring About What Others Think of You because it was such a big lesson that I had to learn in my life that is still an ongoing lesson, but yeah. And I'm just thankful that I can tell this story because it's been so many years that I think it doesn't really even matter what happened back then. Regardless, I am thankful for everything that has happened. I'm thankful for my problems. I'm thankful for anyone who has hurt me, who has wronged me. And, you know, I don't like to be petty and I don't believe in revenge, but I also like the quote that your greatest revenge is your success. You know, if people disrespect you or they put you down, they don't take you seriously, you don't need to defend yourself to them. You don't need to prove anything to them. All you need to do is focus on yourself, be your authentic self, and go after your dreams. That's literally the best thing that you can do. Just go chase your dreams, go kill it in life, and your success is the best revenge to anybody. And by the time you're there, by the time you succeed, you won't even care about like spiting these people because it doesn't matter, you know? You realize that everybody has their own pains and challenges and struggles that they're going through as well that you become more compassionate. You don't feel the need to hold on to it. You don't feel the need to hold the grudge. Eventually, I did learn to forgive. I went through this whole forgiveness stage in my life where I tried to forgive everyone who's ever hurt me in my life. And I did a lot of journaling sessions on like forgiving and letting go. And if you guys listen to the second episode of the podcast, it was about rewriting your stories through the eyes of love because You live out these stories, but you can also rewrite them from a new perspective. So no hard feelings because everything that life throws your way is there to make you stronger, is there to help you grow, help you learn more about yourself and live life more fully and just really appreciate everything that you do have in your life because there's always going to be the ups, the downs, the goods, the bads, and everything in between. But instead of looking at life as black and white, as good and bad, just look at everything as it just is. You know, this happened, it's not good or bad. It's both. It's everything. It just is. And whatever that experience was, whether it was good, bad, in between, it led me to where I am now. So no regrets for anything. I hope that that story made sense because I didn't do a great job organizing my notes before the story. I just kind of told it and went with it. And Wilson tells me I am not good at telling stories because I just go through it in chronological order rather than rather than like structuring it in an interesting way. So this is who I am. Take it or leave it. All right, I'm going to end it here. Love you guys so much. As messy as the story was, I hope that you saw the lesson out of it whether it was to become more of your authentic self or whether it was to learn to turn all your problems, all the people who have hurt you in the past into a force for good in your life or whether it was to just realize that the best thing you can do for yourself is live your best life. Who cares about what anybody else is saying or thinking? Just do you. Live your life the way you want to live it and that's that. That's the best thing you can do. 
On that note, I want to remind you guys of the enrollment for the Create Your Dream Life course, which is at lavendare.com slash dream life. So I would say my soul searching life journey began around 2011. That was my junior year of college when I started questioning what should I do with my life? What is the meaning of life? What is my purpose? And since then, I've been trying to figure it out and try to figure out step by step trial and error what I'm supposed to do in life. And it really took me how many years? From 2011 to, I want to say 2017 was the first year I felt really confident in what I'm doing. It took me about six years to get to a place of being really confident in my path and feeling like I am happy and successful and living my dream life on my terms. And what I have done with the Create Your Dream Life course is really try to distill all the lessons that I learned during my messy journey into like an organized, structured program that in six weeks, I'll lead you through like discovering yourself, overcoming your fears, designing your dream life, taking it to action, all of this stuff that can really help you make great change in your life. And I hope that you can get to it sooner than I did. (laughs) You know, I hope you can get to it as soon as you can because living your dream life and living aligned to who you truly are is the best feeling in the world. And once you've gone there, you will never go back. Like you will never settle again and you will never live a life that is mediocre or less than your best because you know what you're capable of and what's possible for you. So I just want to tell you that it is so possible for you and I can help you get there. Just check out lavendercom slash dream life. And even if you're not interested in the course, listen to the podcast watch my YouTube videos, a lot of great content, and I'm still learning too. I'm still learning. I'm still learning and sharing the lessons that I continue to learn. So thanks for being with me on this journey, on this ride. I love you guys so much. I'm so, so, so grateful that you're here. So thankful that you're part of my glow up journey and my success journey because man, when I was in the dumps, like when I was in that that dark place And I was really unconfident in myself. Like, I really needed this. So thank you. I love you guys so much. Bye. All right, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to The Lavender Lifestyle. If you like this podcast, please show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. Next, make sure you check out the 2019 Artist of Life workbook and the Daily Planner by Lavender on my website, lavender.com shop. Lastly, you can catch me on YouTube and Instagram at Lavender, where I have even more content for the artist of life. Sending you so much love. Bye.